the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome to the Situation Report today. Glad to have you with us. This is the show where we do our best every week to give you the information that you need to navigate an ever-changing culture. And uh, our culture is changing at an alarming rate right now. We're going to talk about some of that today. My name is Jeremy Stalnecker here with Chad Robichaux. And uh, we are in the beautiful Museum of the Bible today, filming on location or off location, how we get those confused, <laughs> in a different place. And uh, glad to have you with us. For those of you that are watching, if you're listening, probably nothing has changed. But we're in a beautiful place today and uh, excited about all that is taking place. And uh, Chad, we talk about the ever-changing culture, and it's changing around us all of the time. And I think one of the main drivers for that is media. And yes. we, we talk about maybe secular media, that means non-Christian, non-faith media. We talk about uh, popular media, all these things that we talk about, and those all have an agenda. Um, and for us, what we hope to communicate on this show and what we hope to communicate uh, personally and through the other work that we do is that there is truth, and we need to get down to what yeah. that truth is. But it's hard to do in this media-driven world that we live in. Yeah, many would say journalism is dead, that uh, you know, people that, that are you know, media personalities right now all have an agenda uh, you got you know, your conservative media, you got your liberal media, and uh, and they're all pushing an agenda. And so it's really hard to sift through all that to decipher what's true, what's not true, and land on truth and, and know what to believe. So it can be very confusing. It can be very confusing. And uh, man, it's an important topic for us to to do uh, to discuss. It's a very important thing for us to wade into because it is so confusing, but it is uh, so critical right now. And thankfully, we have a great guest on with us today. In fact, uh, we're honored to have. Uh, Phil Boyce on with us today. He's the National Program Director of Salem Network. And uh, Salem, of course, is the network that this show is on. So Phil is our boss. And so if anything crazy happens, we have to go back, do it again, <laughs> cut it out. Phil, thank you for spending some time with us today. Really, really appreciate it. Thanks, Jeremy. It's an honor to be on with you guys. And you're right what you're saying about the culture war. <clears throat> uh, we are in the middle of a battle Left versus right, <clears throat> we we uh, might even call it a civil war without bullets, and let's hope that there never are bullets, uh, but it's definitely a battle going on in this country, and I'm glad you guys are there to help us uh, wade through it and figure out what's right and what's not. Phil, you have a, an incredible background in media, and um, you know, you're credited with, with hiring, finding, discovering, and hiring some of the, the biggest voices in conservative media. Uh, at some point, I would imagine you made a decision to do that, that that was the direction that you wanted to go, that those were the messages that you wanted to push forward. Can you talk about that genesis, maybe in your own mind, or your own life, uh, perhaps tied to your own faith journey? But uh, what is it about conservative, Christian, and now Christian and family media um, that has caused you to say, that's what I want to be involved in? You know, I think I think sometimes God puts us in these positions, whether we're ready for them or not. Yeah. And uh, I can't say honestly that I was ready when I was thrust into the, this role. 
but I knew I had no choice. I was either going to sink or swim. I think back on the momentous decision when I was the program director of WABC in New York City for 14 years and one year into this massive job where I'm program director of the most listened to news talk station in the nation. We were bought by Disney. Disney had no stomach for controversy, didn't really understand why they owned conservative talk radio. They were buying us. We wanted ESPN and they wanted the ABC television network and the ABC radio stations came along with it. And uh, we had probably what, what we sometimes referred to as the seven golden sisters, the seven biggest news talk stations in the nation. And WABC was the biggest one. And <clears throat> I happened to be the PD. Well, Bob Grant was <clears throat> my, my number one guy in the afternoon, but he was slightly controversial. In fact, a lot controversial. And every now and then would say something that today's standards would be racist. And uh, within a year of my uh, employment, Disney bought us. I got called uptown. There was a guy that had called us all in, maybe a dozen of us flown in from all over the country. And we were responsible for the programming uh, of all of these radio stations. And the new guy that called us in was the new president of ABC Television, a guy named Bob Iger. Wow. Now, you may know that name because he's the CEO of the Walt Disney Company today. He was a rising star in ABC. And one of the things he wanted to do was clean up conservative talk radio. So he went all the way around the table. Fortunately, I was sitting next to, seated next to him. So I was the last guy. And he said, your voice, right? And I said, yes, sir. You've got that guy, Bob Grant, working for you, right? And I said, yes, sir. He said, you're going to clean him up. And if he does anything wrong, if he crosses the line, you're going to fire him. Do you understand? And I said, yes, sir, I do. And I went back to WABC. And I had only been there at that time a week. Um, and I had to tell Bob Grant, who I barely knew, they have a target on your back. And if you cross the line, they're going to have me fire you. And Bob looked at me, and I'll never forget this. He said, that's fine, Phil, but where is the line? Nobody's ever told me where it is or that there really even is a line. And I found out that my predecessor had sort of thrown raw meat at him every day and encouraged him to say some of the things that were getting us in trouble. And I said, look, I don't know where the line is because we judge it on a daily basis based on the stories of the day but I will help you find it and we'll learn this together. <clears throat> and uh, that was sort of how I was thrust into what I had to do. Now, Bob Grant lasted about a year before I fired him. And he finally said something that the company considered over the top. It wasn't my idea, but they sent me in to fire him. And, I, and immediately he crossed the street and went to my competitor and uh, took half my listeners with him. I lost half my listeners overnight. We went from a four and a half share to a two and a half share overnight, actually low twos. I knew if they would let me fix it, it would take me five years to do it. I just didn't know if I'd have the time. You know, you're like an NFL head football coach. They expect you to win the Super Bowl right. <laughs> the next year. Right. Uh, so I knew I could fix it, I thought. I would need some help. And that's when I found Sean Hannity and I found Mark Levin yep. and I created a new morning show. And it took five years to get WABC back from that place where we had lost half our listeners to where we were the number one news talk station in the nation again. 
I didn't know if I had it in me. I didn't know if I was good enough. I think it was only by God's grace that I found those people and we were able to make uh, WABC what it turned out to be again. I wanted to take a minute to let our audience know about the work that we do through an incredible veterans nonprofit called the Mighty Oaks Foundation. Many of our nation's warriors struggle with the hardships of military service and reintegration back into civilian life. Often they leave broken homes in their aftermath and comprise one of the most at-risk groups for suicide, with over 20 veterans who take their lives every single day. Mighty Oaks tackles this critical issue with our faith-based peer-to-peer resiliency and recovery programs offered at no cost to our honored servicemen and women at beautiful ranches across the United States. Mighty Oaks has one of the highest success rates of any program available anywhere. Visit MightyOaksPrograms.org to learn more about how you can make a direct impact in the lives of our servicemen and women to help them find a new life purpose through hope in Christ. Again, that's MightyOaksPrograms.org. Witnessing the transformation that these men and women go through is absolutely incredible. There are no words to describe seeing warriors restored to the lives they were created to live, changing their legacies for eternity. Your support is needed now more than ever and will ensure that our programs are here for our warriors who are in desperate need. Again, the website is MightyOaksPrograms.org. Absolutely incredible. So, I mean, such a diverse background and, and, and clearly, you know, you're such a talented individual uh, with so much skills and experience. How do you wh- or why is it so important to you to do Christian content, to do family content, to focus on conservative topics. Why is that such an important thing to you? Why does the world need it? You know, I think God leads us into our careers. And I think God chose this career for me when I was a kid. Uh, When I was five years old, I remember driving with my father and his 55 Chevy. And we drove on the outskirts of town by a building that had KUSH on the top of the building. And this was KUSH in Cushing, Oklahoma. I think it was AM 1400, and they had a tower behind the building. And I asked my dad, Dad, how does the radio get from that tower and that building into our car? And my dad did the best he could to explain it. I was bitten by the radio bug at five years old. When I was 14, my Sunday school teacher was the PD of a Christian AM uh, 1,000-watt daytimer. And it played... uh, Uh, religious tapes all day long. And I asked him, would you take me to work with you? I'd like to learn this business. He did. And within a week, they hired me. My voice was still uh, in a falsetto range. I've got tapes doing a newscast talking about the Vietnam War, where I sounded literally like a girl. And uh, you'll never hear those tapes, by the way, Chad. (laughs) Uh, But uh, it was at that moment uh, that I knew this is what I want to do. I had no idea that God was going to take me to Denver, to Detroit, to New York City, uh, let me find Sean Hannity and Mark Levin, and then take me where I am today, where I'm working for a company that is a Christian conservative company that uh, needs me to help them guide their way through these treacherous waters that we're in right now. And uh, all of the stuff that I learned during my travels across the country, moving to the larger markets, getting bigger jobs, becoming a PD, uh, all of this, I now apply in my job at Salem. 
And I'm so thankful to work for Ed Atzinger and Dave Santrellick, uh, Christian men who believe in what we do, believe in saving America, and I get to help in that venture. And uh, that's an honor that I'll never forget. Yeah. Phil, one of the things that uh, most conservatives rail against is media bias. We talk about media bias all the time. Um, it's very apparent, probably more so in the last year than maybe at any time. I don't know, but certainly at any time in my life. And we look at the media bias, media bias, media bias. We say we just want the truth. Just report the news. Just give us the story. When we talk about faith media, we talk about Christian media, family media, there is a built-in bias. And so on one hand, we say we want to get rid of the bias in media. On the other hand, we know that as a Christian, there is a built-in bias. Do you see that as a conflict or is that, um, is it different because of the type of media that it is? Yeah, I don't see it as a conflict because I believe it. I believe in it. And I believe that uh, there's a long-range plan for America. And uh, I, I think, uh, you know, if you read uh, Robert Jeffress's book, uh, Twilight's Last Gleaming, you'll see the end of America's story. And it's not pretty. Uh, but we're uh, commanded as Christians to fight this fight as long as we can fight it to stave off the ultimate disaster of losing America and having America fall into the clutches of this left-wing lunacy mob that, that basically wants to take God and country out of our country. And we can't let that happen. So we're not going to go without a fight. I, I don't like the ending. I've seen the book. I've seen how it ends. But our job is to get as many people on our side as possible and get them believing in what we have to do. So, uh, it's a tough battle that we're going through right now, but I think it's an important one. But I think it's completely consistent with the Christian worldview. We have the incredible privilege today of recording from the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. And we want to take just a second and share uh, really this wonderful experience with you. Yeah, this place is amazing. If you've never been to the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C., you have to come. 430,000 square feet of uh, history and artifacts that honor and tell the story about the Bible put together by, uh, by so many amazing people. One is the Green family, Steve Green, president of, of Hobby Lobby, is the chairman and founder of the Museum of the Bible. And uh, you know, they did such a wonderful job. I, I got to do a personal uh, tour of this place and I'm just blown away and I just feel like I'm scratching the surface to explore it and looking forward to doing much, much more. Definitely if you come to DC or even not if you come to D.C., maybe even make a trip to D.C. to come visit the Museum of the Bible. For more information, visit museumofthebible.org. Yeah. One of the questions in our last uh, election cycle was, what's the media's role in, in America? Or, and uh, if you had to define what Christian media's role is in America, how would you define that? Well, of course, we are truth tellers. But we tell the truth from a Christian worldview. What we've discovered with today's media, they think they're telling the truth. They really do. The, you watch CNN and MSNBC, they really believe they're telling the truth, even though they're openly lying. Uh, it's the, the most disturbing thing I've seen in media in the last 10 years is this gradual drift, and really not so gradual, into the uh, fantasy land that you sometimes get when you watch those channels. Uh, and and uh, so I think the role of Christian media is to tell the truth from a Christian perspective. And, uh, you know, we look at everything in a long range lens. 
you know, you look at uh, uh, the, the prophecies of the Bible. Many of them didn't come true for 2,000, 3,000 years, but they did come true. And uh, some of them are going to come true that have not gotten there yet. And I think we have to constantly remind people of the overriding reason that we're in this business. Uh, we're given this, these platforms that we have, uh, the Salem Radio Network that I run, the Salem Podcast Network that we just started in January that's going great guns, uh, all the radio stations, the hundred stations that Salem owns around the country, all of these stations have a mission. And uh, it's never been more important than it is right now. What do you, if you had a crystal ball and you could look down the road, what do you see as the future of uh, Christian faith, maybe even just conservative media? Uh, for all the reasons that you've already talked about, it's so important, and yet there are a lot of voices trying to silence voices like yours, like ours, the other uh, shows that would be on the Salem Network. What do you see as the future? Are we growing? Are we pulling back? What are we doing? I see the future continuing to be this battle. Uh, I don't think we're going to necessarily win it, but I think we can stave off the ultimate uh, demise. Uh, but I have always thought uh, if the left won this election like it apparently did, uh, where they get their hands on the House, the Senate, the presidency, they would start doing things that threatened our religious freedom and our liberty. And guess what? That's where we are. It's, uh, it's a disturbing time, and I think uh, our battle is not going to be over. I do think we have a chance to win back the House in 2022, and that will be a big help. Uh, and, and someday maybe people will wake up and we'll win back the White House uh, and, and get a few more people in the Senate so we can control it again. These are things that we can fight for, uh, but we've got to get Christians to vote. We've got to get the evangelical community awakened. You know, they talk about the woke culture. Well, that's usually referring to the left. What about the right? Let's wake up the right, because we really have a powerful base. It's just that many of them don't vote. We've got to get, if, if we got all the Christians in America to vote, we'd solve all these problems. So let's do that. Let's work on that voting. That's yeah. great. Uh, Phil, thank you for your time. Where would you like for people to go who are interested in, uh, in Salem and the, the vast network of Salem uh, radio stations? Well, if they want to learn about the network, go to srnonline.com. If they want to learn about podcasting and all of our podcast opportunities that are out there that we've taken on in the last few months and it's growing leaps and bounds, go to salempodcastnetwork.com. Uh, and of course, in, in many of the major cities in America, you've got a Salem News Talk station, sometimes a Salem Fish station, which is Christian music, and a, and a CTT station, which is Christian teaching a talk. Uh, gravitate to those stations. You'll get good information, good teaching on all of those stations. That's awesome. Phil Boyce, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time today. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you, Jeremy. Phil. Thanks, Chad. Appreciate Thanks for it. what you're doing. You bet. Good luck. Another incredible um, conversation. Um, someone with Phil's experience and background helps to put a lot of these things in context. Yeah, I, I think I was saying earlier, he's like the godfather of conservative and Christian media. Like he's, he's brought, you know, Mark Levin, Sean Hannity, uh, you know, everything he's doing at Salem. Right. And I'm so thankful for, for Phil and people like him that were, uh, you know, had the, 
the skills and expertise that could go elsewhere in a secular world, right. but they choose to be in the Christian world, to be in a conservative world, and help promote you know, truth and solid principles right. and the things that you and I would believe in. To decide that the message is so important that that's what I'm going to focus my life yeah. on and my God-given skills. And uh, I even appreciate someone who says, uh, when I go back to the beginning, I believe God prepared me for this. Yeah. And then I went through these experiences, and all of those experiences got me ready to be able to do what I'm doing now. Yeah. Just so appreciate that perspective. Yeah. I mean, a guy, he could do anything in, in the media world that he wanted to, but he chose to do this. Some great takeaways, um, certainly a lot of takeaways. But uh, I will give you today's situation report. These are summing up, of course, the conversation that we just had. So many great things, but just a couple of things to keep in mind. Number one, it is so important that those of us that hold to the truth of the Bible use our voice, use our platform to communicate what's taking place in our world from a position of truth. And uh, Phil said that so well, that as we look at Christian media, as we look at conservative media, it is an obligation that we have to frame what's happening in the world from the right position because others in the media will do it from their position. They believe that what they're saying is true, but we know we hold the truth and we need to use the platforms and the opportunities that God gives us to do just that. As we look down the road, we talk about what is the future of conservative and Christian media. Uh, Well, things may continue to get worse. Hopefully we can turn some of those things around. We don't know exactly how that's going to work, but we know that the fight will continue. And even as we look back historically, we know there's always been a fight between right and wrong, between good and evil, between those voices that would pull us away from an understanding of our creator to those that would push us toward him. The fight will continue and we need to be engaged in the fight, which takes us to our third point today. And and this is one that was made right at the end. Christians have the opportunity to vote. Christians have the opportunity to influence what happens in politics, what happens in our country, and more broadly, what happens in culture. And we need to take advantage of that opportunity. Again, a lot of other great things that were said today, but that is today's summary, today's situation report. Uh, Thank you again for being with us uh, in this beautiful location. Again, if you're listening and not watching, go over to Salem now. You can find the video of this and you can see uh, incredible background behind us. Yep. Here in the Museum museum. Bible. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) it's good to listen to as well, I guess, but, (laughs) but a lot better to look at. We'll see you next time. And uh, look forward to talking to you when we're back together again. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.